Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I will be your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 28th of December, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 24th of Tevet. This week our parasha is called Va'era, which means I appeared, and today I'll be reading Exodus 6:29 through 7 and verse 7. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord said to Moshe, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, King of Egypt, all that I tell you. Moshe said before the Lord, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips, and how shall Pharaoh listen to me? The Lord said to Moshe, Behold, I have made you as God to Pharaoh, and Aaron your brother shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and Aaron your brother shall speak to Pharaoh, that he let the sons of Israel go out of his land. I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh will not listen to you, so I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my armies, my people, the sons of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgment. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring the sons of Israel out from among them. Moshe and Aaron did so, as the Lord commanded, so they did. Moshe was eighty years old, and Aaron eighty-three years old, when they spoke to Pharaoh. That was Exodus 6.29-7 through 7 and verse 7. Today's portion from the prophets is 2 Samuel 12. So the Lord sent Nathan to David, and he came to him and said to him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and raised. It grew up together with him and with his children. It ate of his own food, drank of his own cup, and lay in his bosom, and was like a daughter to him. A traveler came to the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to prepare for the wayfaring man who had come to him, but took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. Then David's anger burned hot against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. He must restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. 
I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Shaul. I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom, and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that would have been too little, I would have given you even more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to do that which is evil in his sight? You have struck Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife to be your wife, and have slain him with the sword of the sons of Ammon. Now therefore, the sword will never depart from your house, because you have despised me, and have taken Uriah the Hittite's wife to be your wife. This is what the Lord says. Behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he will lie with your wives in the sight of the sun. For you did this secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin, and you will not die. However, because by this deed you have given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme, the child also who is born to you will surely die. Then Nathan departed to his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and it was very sick. David therefore begged God for the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. The elders of his house arose beside him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not, and he did not eat bread with them. On the seventh day the child died. David's servants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him, and he did not listen to our voice. How will he then harm himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David perceived that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, Is the child dead? They said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothing, and he came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he requested, they set bread before him, and he ate. Then his servant said to him, What is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive, but when the child was dead, you rose up and ate bread. And he said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who knows whether the Lord will not be gracious to me, that the child may live. But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him, but he will not return to me. Then David comforted Bathsheba his wife, and went into her, and lay with her. She bore a son, and he called his name Shlomo. And the Lord loved him, and he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he named him Yedidia for the sake of the Lord. Now Joab fought against the Rabbah of the children of Ammon and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rabbah. Yes, 
I have taken the city of waters. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together, and encamp against the city and take it, lest I take the city and it be called by my name. So David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah and fought against it and took it. He took the crown of their king from off his head, and its weight was a talent of gold, and in it were precious stones, and it was set on David's head. And he brought a great quantity of plunder out of the city. And he brought out the people who were in it, and put them under saws, under iron picks, under axes of iron, and made them pass through the brick kiln. And he did so to all the cities of the children of Ammon. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. That was Second Samuel 12. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 79. A Psalm by Asaph God, the nations have come into your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have laid Jerusalem in heaps. They have given the dead bodies of your servants to be food for the birds of the heavens, the flesh of your pious ones to the beasts of the earth. They have shed their blood like water around Jerusalem, and there was no one to bury them. We have become a reproach to our neighbors, a scoffing and derision to those who are around us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not know you, on the kingdoms that do not call on your name, for they have devoured Yaakov and destroyed his homeland. Do not hold the iniquities of our forefathers against us. Let your tender mercies speedily meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Let it be known among the nations before our eyes that vengeance for your servant's blood is being poured out. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before you, according to the greatness of your power. Preserve those who are sentenced to to death. Pay back to our neighbors seven times into their bosom the reproach with which they have reproached you, Lord. So we, your people and sheep of your pasture, will give you thanks forever. We will praise you forever to all generations. That was Psalm 79. Today's portion from the Apostles is Luke 8, 1 through 25. And it came to pass afterward that he went through cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And with him were the twelve and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Miriam, who was called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Johanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod's steward, and Shoshana, and many others who served them from their possessions. 
And when a great multitude came together, and people from every city were coming to him, he spoke by a parable. The sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the road, and it was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the sky devoured it. Other seed fell on the rock, and as soon as it grew, it withered away, because it had no moisture. Other fell amid the thorns, and the thorns grew with it, and choked it. Other fell into the good ground, and grew, and produced one hundred times as much fruit. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, To you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those along the road are those who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart, that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are they who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. But these have no root, who believe for a while, then fall away in time of temptation. That which fell among the thorns, these are those who have heard, and as they go on their way, they are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But those in the good ground... These are those who, with an honest and good heart, having heard the word, hold it tightly and produce fruit with perseverance. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a container or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand, that those who enter in may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be revealed, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Be careful, therefore, how you hear, for whoever has, to him will be given, and whoever does not have, from him will be taken away even that which he thinks he has. Then his mother and brothers came to him, and they could not come near him for the crowd. Some people told him, Your mother and your brothers stand outside, desiring to see you. But he answered them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Now, on one of those days, he entered into a boat, himself and his disciples, and he said to them, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. A windstorm came down on the lake, and they were taking on dangerous amounts of water. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are dying. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and it was calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? Being afraid, they marveled, saying to one another, Who is this then, that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him? That was Luke 8. 1 through 25, and he concludes this episode's readings. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, however, you'll be reading Ephesians 1 today also. 
Thank you for listening to Daily Bread for Busy Moms and following along with us as we read the scriptures this year. May you have a blessed day and may the words of God that you have listened to be a blessing to you. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.